0: This is the Advanced Selling Podcast. The aim of this podcast is to help business sales teams grow their business with modern strategies and philosophies. Now, your hosts, Bill Kasky and Brian Neal. The Advanced Selling Podcast episode, Are You Really a Trusted Advisor? Hi, this is Bill Kasky back at the Advanced Selling Podcast. Once again, I'm flying solo today. Seems to be a trend. There's another good reason Brian's out today. I'll actually let him tell you about that next week. I would prefer it coming from his mouth, not from mine. But he's okay. Everything's fine. You know, we got a lot of feedback from a couple of weeks ago's topic on hiring. And, again, as we said in the podcast, we get calls a lot from not only from hiring managers who are looking for good people, but also from people who are looking for good companies to work with. And So I encourage you, if you haven't heard that, to go back and listen to that. There, I think, are some things that, as you come across people in the market who are looking for people or looking for jobs, you can point them to that. We seem to touch a a nerve on some things. Also, we're uh, giving some consideration to publishing a little bit more of a uh, longer report and ebook on that topic. So if you have any guidance for us there, if you want to uh, critique that in any way, that idea, uh, make sure you get with us at listener at com. Also, we had a couple of people who recommended us uh, talk to some guests, some authors, and we're actually investigating a couple of people. So we're going to try to have some more people like we had John Jance on last week. What I'm looking for is a way to help my customers to appreciate us. So many times I feel like they don't appreciate the extra value that we bring to the point then the relationship just degrades into dealing with price or the things that everybody else is competing on and I want them to see that we're much more than just a company that can offer low price. The voice you just heard was a actually a client of ours. We're doing a little video vignette series on what do you want? Jeff's response was uh, to the question was I want my customers as you heard to appreciate us more. And to me part of that is our topic today this idea of how do you become a trusted advisor so that they will appreciate you more. I had uh, lunch with a guy today who is a client and uh, has been a client for several years and pretty good sales professional, uh, gets in at at the right level in companies. And he brought up this concept that I've heard people mention off and on these days about the trusted advisor role. And we all fancy ourselves as trusted advisors to our clients. I've got one client who's actually uh, done some reading. I think there's a book out there actually called The Trusted Advisor. And I've read parts of it. I actually do like the book. The problem is is that if we don't define what it means to be a trusted advisor, it's going to be very difficult for us to close the gap between maybe being a salesperson and being a trusted advisor. So today's podcast, I want to talk about several things that you can do or several clues that you will leave that will help you know whether you truly are a trusted advisor or you're just calling yourself that and you're really not that. I've got a handful of these. I'm just going to talk about three or four in the time that we have today. Number one, I think you are a trusted advisor to a client when you are well-read in your field of work. Uh, and, And the way to look at this is that you know stuff that no one else knows, or you know stuff that very few people know. It might even be not about the knowledge you have or the data that you own, but about the perspective that you put on things. So, for example, if you're selling business-to-business services to a prospect, uh, you may not know more than every other person in your business, but if you can clearly articulate the reason people need to purchase this or consider this, this, and these reasons are about the customer, not about you wanting to sell it, and you tell a story, you weave a story that helps the prospect realize they need this service, then that is being well-read to me. It's not just about having data that nobody else has, although that may be part of it. But can you bring a different perspective to people than they already have? And if you do, then you're going to be considered an expert. You're going to be considered more of a trusted advisor. Number two, you have a broad relationship with a lot of people inside your prospect company or your client company, not just with one person. If one person knows you and likes you and sees you as a trusted advisor, that's better than you not being seen that way. But it's not nearly as good as seven people on the executive team and up and down the organization saying, hey, you know what, Joe Smith, he really knows what he's talking about. Really, is he's an expert in his industry. So make sure you have broad relationships, not just single-pointed relationships. Third thing, and this is one that I really like. Actually, I came up with it myself, so of course I like it. Uh, this idea that can you tell your client the truth? And this is big because I see so many people, and and we've done it here at Caskey as well. Sometimes we're afraid to tell the truth. We're afraid to take our massive knowledge base and experience and deduce based on what we analyze in the customer's business, we're afraid to tell them the truth. You know what? You've got five salespeople that shouldn't be there. Or, you know what? Your leadership is really out of whack. Or, you know what? Your people are afraid of your leaders. Or, you know what? Your customers don't understand your message. And until you change that, you're going to keep running up against these brick walls head-on, damage your brain, and you're not going to be able to stay in business. Instead, we say, well, you know, if the data were analyzed properly, we would prefer to say that uh, we're a little bit less optimistic than you are about the blah, blah, blah. That's Not the way to do it. You're not a trusted advisor when you beat around the bush and you deliver a 25-point PowerPoint or 25-slide PowerPoint deck when one or two slides would do. Tell me the truth. If you're advising me and, and I'm buying from you, I want the truth. Now, you have to tell the truth in a way that protects their ego and keeps them okay and is consumable, which is a whole different podcast. But if you're afraid to tell them the truth and they're afraid to hear the truth and the consequences of it, then you may not have a good client. You may not have a client that you could ever create a trusted advisor relationship. So I say if you're not telling people the truth and you're, you're cushioning it a little bit, you're keeping them okay as you're doing it, you're probably not a trusted advisor. Number four, when you stop pitching, you can become a trusted advisor. Salespeople pitch. Trusted advisors don't. Trusted advisors find problems. They diagnose the problems they diagnose the business they have methods and procedures and processes to understand what's going on here what's really happening here a salesperson jumps to a conclusion that you know what you got a problem you need to buy from me that's not a trusted advisor a trusted advisor is careful they're cerebral about how they look at things it doesn't mean that takes them a long time it just means that they're thorough with their analysis and they ask a lot of really deep questions and they're very curious about the data that that they get And they put that in the perspective that they have and then come up with conclusions. And I think sometimes we salespeople, we say we're trusted advisors, but really we're just pitch men or pitch women. But we're pitching. And everything about the way we are and the way we behave in front of a prospect is a pitch. And that is the worst thing. If you really want to be an advisor, stop pitching. Here's the last thing is is when you can have an economic discussion with people where you can have brutal discussions about the cost of the problems that they're having, the cost of not solving the problems, the extended cost three years back, five years out, if they decide to live with it, if you can have a thorough, unemotional, uh, rigorous discussion about the uh, economics of the problem and the solution, then you will be seen as a trusted advisor. If you're trying to, quote, justify the price of your product, unquote, you're not a trusted advisor. You're a sales rep. And, again, I don't want to, and I know Brian and I have been called on this. Sometimes we get email that says, well, it sounds like you guys don't want us to be salespeople. Well, maybe we don't. We want you to sell. We want you to be successful. We want you to have more clients and have more fun and have better relationships. But I don't know that selling someone something is the end goal. I think the end goal is you through your methods that we teach on the podcast and that you learn from other sources, or if you're one of our current clients, you're learning a lot a lot of things about how to show up. You take those methods, you find the problems that people have, and you solve them. Selling really doesn't enter into that equation anywhere. Uh, it's just that we've grown up with this idea that, oh, he's, he's enthusiastic and he's very eager and he's very indignant he's dominant. He must be a good salesperson. And I say, no, actually not. Give me someone meek and mild and a little bit anxious, but give me someone who's passionate about finding and solving the problems, and I will show you an outstanding salesperson. And we run across it all the time in our business where, you know, we, we find someone who has two or three salespeople at to the top, and they're not the typical salesperson. They're not the outgoing, enthusiastic, bubbly, effervescent. Those people are all down near the bottom of the rung. It's these thorough, cerebral, sometimes even shy and introverted people who are at the top, why do you suppose that is? Well, it's because they listen, and they're thorough, and they ask questions, and they're curious, and they're empathetic, and they're not so worried about whether they're going to make the sale or not. They're really focused on solving the problem. So I hope this list, the short list of uh, several things here has helped you to rate yourself and judge yourself and, and uh, you know, weigh in on each of these five things. Go back and listen to this. I probably should have set up front and get a piece of paper and a pencil and write down your scale on a scale of A to F. Are you a trusted advisor? And you'll start to realize where you need some help and need some work. I want you to be a trusted advisor. I want people to see you as an expert. I don't want you to use trusted advisor as a sales strategy. Let's let's try to convince him we're a trusted advisor. Hell, just be one. And if you take these five things and get better at these, I think you'll uh, I think you'll make some progress there. You can listen to us uh, all past episodes if you care to. You may not care to, but if you do, go to advancedsellingpodcast.com. We'll also uh, make sure we have this episode up. And if you want to go back and listen to any back episodes, of course, they're all there. You can email us at listener at advancedsellingpodcast.com if you have a question, a critique, a message. And also you can call if you want to leave a voicemail, 317-722-6599. Call there and leave a, a voicemail with your name and uh, a question that you have, and we'll try to get it on the air for you. See you next time. Bye. This has been the Advanced Selling Podcast presented by Kasky Achievement Strategies, Indianapolis. Join us each time we record a new podcast by going to BillKasky.com or to iTunes.